to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 267, The Abominable Snowmen. My name is John, and joining me every time we take a jaunty stroll up and down the mountains with robotic yetis is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Namaste. Stay the heck away from my robots. They What jaunty <laughs> giants they were. Indeed. I mean, how did they not do like a just a big, happy, plush yeti oh, back in the day? Oh, uh, I don't know, but they should have, and they should I, now. Right? I I guarantee you my kid would want one because I guarantee I would want one. Yeah. Right. (laughs) They're cuddly and can keep you warm in winter because it's supposed to be like 32. Oh, baby. Yeah. Baby, baby. That is cold. That is cold. Taylor, how are you? How is it? Happy Thanksgiving. Indeed. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Yes. Uh, I have to ask. I have to ask. Did you make it up to Apple? Hill. I didn't, but I talked about uh, Apple Hill at every chance I got. My sister knew nice. it. Um, <laughs> it. I I want to go. I want to go to Apple Hill real bad, but I did not get oh, to man. go. Um, but it, it it is a place that they have been to before. Okay, um, so they're familiar with it at least. Yeah, so maybe maybe next time. Uh, but my sister apparently had not heard of the um. The apple cider shakes, mm. which is a shame. Yeah, that's okay. we've had some of the we had some of the cider that we picked up at uh, one of the farms, and it is oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Love it. I wonder I if I eat, could heat some up with with some rum. And <laughs> I wonder if I could um, get them to mail me some cider. I don't know how it contain how it is oh, contained. It, anyway. it looks like a half gallon milk jug. Ooh. Hmm. So maybe if it's really, really well packed. Yes, yes, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Anywho. Yes, but how are you? I didn't get to go I'm to... I'm well. Yeah, get to go. Didn't. And you're well, I take it? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving was... Um, it was interesting this year. We actually did Thanksgiving a day before Thanksgiving. Um, oh. Because Lauren was traveling from uh, the Sacramento <sighs> airport to Chicago for Chicago TARDIS. That. That's right. I yes. forgot she went to Chicago TARDIS, so she she got to see the the absolute spectacle that is the uh, uh, regional airport in Sacramento, which I've actually never seen. Oh, it is, dude! Uh, nice airport, I must is say. It? Yeah, um, okay. they have this giant red rabbit. Have you seen that? I have. Not. If, you, if you just look up like the Sacramento airport, I think like yeah. in on Google, it's one of the first things that like one of the pictures that pops up. It's this giant art structure oh. thingy. Oh, oh yeah, look at that! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's no, it's no Denver airport, you know. Oh no. no, 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 no! It is not. We could come up with a conspiracy theory about this one. Yes, sure, why we not? absolutely could. I will say it is weird because <laughs> the the terminal, like where you check in and then where you, when you arrive and you get your bags, is separate from. Well, I guess that's not technically the terminal. It's separate from all the terminals. It it a a tram takes you from where you check in and go through all the security to the terminals. It's very weird. Oh, huh, also okay. cool. I will also say we dropped her off on Thanksgiving Day 
at ooh, what time was her flight? I honestly can't remember, but it was on Thanksgiving <laughs> and uh, not crowded at all. Well, uh, good yes. for one, because traveling on really crowded days can be an absolute pain in the butt. Uh, but also, I don't think of Sacramento as a bustling hub. I mean, it's no Atlanta. It's no Chicago. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely not. But, it, uh, you know, we were still like, oh, boy. But when when we started driving there, I'm like, this isn't kind of in the middle of nowhere i think, I think yeah be okay. that, that would that wouldn't surprise me i mean i've i've flown into knoxville tennessee and i'm not joking when i say they have a total of six gates in the oh, entire wow. airport <laughs> yeah crazy yeah yeah <laughs> oh boy oh boy but yeah so she she was a chicago tardis so we had thanksgiving a day early which was strange but you know freed up the holiday which was which yeah. was nice. Um, yeah, we drove there on last Tuesday. Okay. Uh, and then we drove back on Monday. So, yes. Right. Yeah. So Made nice... amazing time. Excellent. Uh, yes, 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 indeed. Excellent. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. We never hit anything that was like stop, stop and go traffic. Mm-hmm. Both ways. Wow. Um, the pups, uh, you know, they 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 travel as well as they can, I guess. True. Yeah. Um, Trust me. I mean, you know, in a, in, a, in a month we'll be we'll be done with our Disneyland trip and back yes. home. And, oh you know, man. Tra- Even 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 with a pair of eleven year olds, it's going to be like hmm, we're probably going to stop every two hours or so and get out and stretch. Yeah, we stopped we stopped a decent amount, um, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. We still somehow made time. I couldn't believe it. Um, but yeah, we got, we'll talk offline about, well, we'll talk again before you guys. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We have, yeah, we have a show in two weeks and then we do. All right. We'll, we'll figure that out. But I, I, (laughs) uh, it it feels like it's starting to be the slowdown time. So if I, um, am quote unquote out of the office for a day, I think I could, uh, mosey on down to you guys and or mosey on sideways i don't know which way it is we'll yeah, figure we'll, it out we and if it doesn't it work out. out that's fine yeah um all right so uh what is making us happy this fortnight taylor would you like to uh take it away uh sure well i mean aside from you know seeing family at thanksgiving and yeah you know um rushing to get everything put away the next day because in this family friday is Christmas tree day, ah. uh, which uh, again this year, I'm happy to say, you know, the, the engine is back in the bus. The bus is running and driving. Um, it means taking the bus and the family down to the Christmas tree lot. So mm. I have no complaints. That's always a fun uh, experience. So our Christmas tree is up. We got the decorations going. I've been enjoying my surf rock reggae um and now like tiki lounge christmas playlist Ooh. Uh, as i have been finding more and more tracks to uh to add to that it just everybody everybody does the same christmas song yeah all the time and that's fine because those are classics those are good but if that's all you hear it's obnoxious yeah I'm not simply having a wonderful Christmas time because I'm hearing this version of this song for the 18th time in a week. <laughs> um, sorry, I despise that song. Um, so yeah, I give me you know the Safaris or the Ventures doing a uh, a Christmas album or something like that. That stuff's fun. Give me punk Christmas songs. You know, give me give me that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, but interestingly enough, um, my brother when he was here for Thanksgiving <clears throat> was like, oh, dude. 
I, I think I found like some old surf magazine at mom. Oh, um, do, you, do you want to try and dig them out? I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, of course. Please thinking, you know, gosh, I must have had a, you know, a couple from the 80s, you know, stuck under something. And, you know, it's just been sitting there forever. And so he texts me the next day. He's like, oh, sorry, dude, it's not those. It's it's some surf or it's uh, it's some VW magazine. And I was like, oh, well, that's still cool. I mean, I'll I'll definitely take them. I'm like, you know what? what years are they even from? You know, I didn't think I had any yeah. anymore. It's like, uh, it looks like, like maybe nineties. And I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Great. So I arranged with my mom yesterday to swing by and pick them up thinking it's, you know, three, maybe four. No, it's four like magazine trays. It's 75 issues. Holy moly. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, these had gotten tucked into a cabinet and forgotten for literally a quarter of a century. Wow. Because they're from 95 to 98. Wow. Yeah. So we've 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 got kind of a rainy weekend coming. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll sit down and flip through these and, you know, see, do I want to keep them all? Do I want to keep some? Do I want to, you know, what do I want to do with them? But yeah, I was surprised. That's crazy. I know. I know it is trips down memory lane to say the least. Yeah. To say the least. Um, but yeah, trying to think what else, I mean, the, the simple fact that I can look at December and go, okay, that's this week. I have one week after that. I've got one more week after that. And then I'm done for the rest of the year. That's making me pretty happy. (laughs) Great. Uh, what about you, John? What's making you happy? Well, uh, going, uh, you know, up to visit the family was, was a lot of fun. Um, you know, hung out with uh, the niece and nephew a lot. Um, yeah, nice. It was good times. Met their new dog, Luna. Mm, um, okay. Very cute. Uh, found out that my sister is literally, what episode is she on? She's like, oh, I can't remember what episode I'm on. Uh, so my brother-in-law, Chris, looked it up and I went, you're literally, she's on Survivors of the Flux. So she's like. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she watched the Angels episode. Yep, that was a good one. Uh, and then now she she has two, and then the and then the um, the uh, specials. The specials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she uh, she I was like, well, have you been spoiled? And she said, no, I have seen pictures of someone, so I'm not exactly sure what that means. So she has oh, she's okay. she has kind of been spoiled is what it, it what it sounds like but she doesn't know how or why or when so that's <laughs> nice. that's nice but she's almost caught up um and uh what else is making me happy oh uh i i alluded to something off air where i said all this is going away soon um, right, yes. So I am we we have broken down the podcasting table. We oh have, my. We have removed everything from it. Um and I am taking the desk that I am currently at, putting all of my stuff onto the podcasting table and breaking down this desk, moving my desk, my new desk over a little bit. Um I bought a new 32-inch monitor for Ooh my uh desk so i'm mm-hmm. sadly going to two monitors but i will have a total of uh i mean i'm not good at math but 32 and 28 so i'll have a, to- a a lot of uh a lot of screen yeah you'll have 60 inches worth yeah so you i'm ex- have five feet of screen yeah i'm pretty excited about that 
Um, and uh, yeah, I'm going to. Uh, uh, so I'm upgrading this whole area. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I I have you know I was like oh I want to update my lighting and my camera maybe. And Lauren said, well, I have a, a Canon 60D that's just sitting in the closet that I'm not using. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh. So I told you I was in that YouTube hole. That's what I was looking. And it's it seems oh, quite oh, easy yeah. to do. So, um, yeah, I haven't streamed in a couple of weeks because Lauren's been in production and it's just hard. Mm-hmm. And then we were gone. So I'm going to uh, set upgrades. this up. Yeah, making some upgrades here. The desk is much bigger, so I'm excited about that. But uh, yeah, nice. um, gonna. So we're you know we're keeping all the podcasting stuff just in case. We're not getting rid of it. We're just mm. um, we're utilizing this space for other stuff. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to get in the streaming more anyway, so we'll see yeah. how that goes. You know what? Before we dive into who, who news, let me throw out one other thing. Yes, I actually have another thing as well. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's it's fine. Do you want to do, do you want to do the first? Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, go 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 for it. Okay. Um, last weekend, took a drive to the coast with the family, but we went north and we went up above like Marin County and everything, and that was fun because it's just it's it's a totally different chunk of California. Yeah, up there. But also, if you're listening to this episode right now. Um, there is a brand new All Night with the Living Geeks dropping on December 1st. Ah, yes. Mount Shasta. There we go. So I had to get that plug in. I'm sorry. I will shut up now and let you. No, no, no. That's fine. I'm glad. Share your last story. Because we usually forget until the end. Exactly. So there you go. It's up. It's up front. Everybody check it out. So the other thing that I am quite happy about is my dad has been digitizing all of our old um, home movies. Yeah, you mentioned that to me. That's awesome. And he, uh, I went to Costco with him. He bought, what is this thing? What the heck is this thing? What are you? Uh, it's a portable thing? SSD. So he bought okay. it, and then he loaded it up with um, with a bunch of... He didn't tell me what it was. He's like, I have a bunch of stuff that I haven't uploaded to YouTube yet, but I'll give you everything I have. So he gave me a bunch of pictures like from, from birth to whenever. Wow. Um, yeah, so I have a bunch of pictures. Uh, but what I do have is a bunch of videos um, ranging from, again, birth to... Um, I want to say 2005 or six. Okay. So a okay. bunch of stuff. Um, I have some videos of my, my first band nice. uh, in high school. Um, that is very cool. I have some other very cool things. I do have, uh, some, some full shows of Manta Ray, which was my other band that used to be the, one of the theme songs were, um, I feel like we used, didn't we use, no, we never, we, did we ever use Manta Ray for, for Podcastica? I don't think so. I think it was, I think it was the Y axes. Uh, yes. The Y axes, uh, better known as, uh, glo- oh my goodness. Gloomy, gloomy June now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's they changed, right. changed the name. Um, yeah. So I found that, but the other crazy thing is, so there's two, two folders. There's, uh, videos with sound and there's video, no sound. Open the video, no sound. It's stuff from uh, before I was even thought of. From 1969, it oh, is. Oh, 
Damn. Yeah, it's footage of my mom, my aunt, and I assume my grandpa was filming at a Jets game. Um, and it's wild, dude. Wow. It's crazy. I'm going to upload it because I've already had like a cut. I mentioned it on Twitter and I've had some Jet fans be like, yo, you got to upload that. That's crazy. <laughs> right. Um. So, yeah, I got to uh, I got to look, you know, I got to do that. It was just wild. Just looking at that being like, wow, this is crazy. And I've had like a bunch of high school <laughs> friends reach out to me about uh, the band stuff. And yeah, sure. it's it's uh, it's pretty nutty. So that was a lot of fun. To go uh, to go down that memory lane. Also, my dad gave me my. I want to say it was my second MP3 player. It was made by Creative. It was called the Creative Nomad Zen. Oh yes, yeah. You probably yeah. remember that sucker. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had it at I had it at Barnes and Noble. <laughs> so you might have. Oh, okay. I probably might have seen, seen it. it. Uh, I have it in my possession. The battery is dead, so it has to oh, be plugged shit. in. Uh, but holy moly, it's got some stuff on there that um, I'm, I'm having some trouble getting it off of, like getting all the stuff off of it. But I, it's there. Uh, it's crazy just to see all the music that's on there. And I feel like I have some stuff that's not even on streaming, which is great. <laughs> anyway, you know, yeah, it's fun. You've had you've had a giant dollop of nostalgia dropped on you. Uh, yes. When I got home, when we got home last night, I was like, I'm going to play video games. And I was like, oh, let's see what's on this drive. I didn't play I didn't play any video game until like 11 o'clock at night. I was just yeah. sitting at my computer being like, this is insane. Dude, I know that feeling. It's yeah. awesome. So yeah. there you go. That's what's uh, making me happy uh, this fortnight. Fantastic. All right. So shall we get to the who news? We've got some we got some good who, who news. We've got some great who news. Yeah. In, in the two weeks, I guess, and a day uh, since we last recorded. Holy moly. We got ourselves a companion. Yeah. Yes, we, we do. Had the announcement that actress Millie Gibson uh, will be playing. And I'm going to try not to mistake her for a restaurant. She will be playing a character named Ruby Sunday. Ruby's... Not Ruby Tuesday. Yeah. I'm so, I almost said it. I literally almost said it. That's yeah. why I caught myself. A long time alongside Shudy Gatwa's 15th Doctor. Still getting used to that. Um, and really no other details of been released about her but strangely i feel like there are echoes of rose yeah pretty much and 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 i base that simply on looks and i base that simply on a short four-letter name that starts with r yeah Um, and i hope i'm completely wrong is she the youngest modern day companion i would argue so um i don't Oh, gosh, I don't know if this article mentions her age, but I know that she was like growing up as a little kid watching the 10th and 11th Doctors. <laughs> so wild. And I kind of suddenly felt like I was 140 years old. It, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that that took a little wrapping my head around. Yeah, <laughs> um, but needless to say, very excited to see more about her character and where they go with her and all of that. Once twenty twenty four around, yeah. God, I'm still processing twenty twenty. What the hell? I know, I know. But uh, it, this is exciting. I'm down. Totally. I have not seen. I have not seen Millie Gibson in anything. But uh, you know, any any new who news is is good who news, and I'm. 
I don't. Th- I feel like I saw them interact in like a little interview thing, and it it, it felt like really yes. good. So yes, I saw that too. Yeah, they had some good energy together. Yeah, so good um, enough. Um, yeah, for me works for me. Yep, yep. Okay, so uh, we have a mid-November update for Gallifrey One. We are literally just under the cusp of eighty days out. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, as I'm watching the clock tick away on their website, um, part of it is the COVID convention policy. There it is. Uh, so if you are planning on going, uh, face masks must be worn by attendees throughout the event in all the convention spaces. Uh, so if you're doing photo ops, you're eating or drinking, that's okay. Take it off. Be careful. After that, goes right back on. Um, so all attendees age five and up have to show one of the following two when checking in either proof of vaccination. So if you've got your card or the little like barcode or QR yeah. code, I guess, you know, or documentation of a negative test uh, from uh, 24 hours, if it's a rapid antigen or 72 hours for PCR prior to arrival, obviously valid photo ID as always. Um, so these are identical to what we had in 2022, except um, that in 2023, they're allowing a negative COVID test result uh, as opposed to no, you have to ship proof of vaccination. Um, ah. Yeah. So that is the the slight difference there. Um, and they've got a couple of guest updates as well. Craigie L's, Carvinista will be joining us. Ah. At Gallifrey One, yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, comic book writer Dan Slot, um, a writer and producer of uh, some of the Doctor Who Lost stories for Big Finish, Simon I believe it's Guerriere. That looks about right. Um, if I'm butchering that, uh, uh, Jeff Cummins, who's done some of the illustrated covers uh, for the uh, Target novelization. Uh, Tim Dane Reed has done a bunch of uh, different monster roles uh, for Doctor Who. <clears throat> and that looks like that in terms of guests for this time around. There's some Q&A on autographs, photos, add-on packages, and oh, hey, about Jody Whitaker interview seating. <laughs> um, there is definitely, um, you know, they're expecting a packed house. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't uh, you? Why would exactly? Um so again, I, it looks like they're having um, two interviews. Mm-hmm. They're they're asking guests to pick one or the other, yes. uh, to ensure that everyone gets the opportunity. Um, so it looks like uh, Saturday mid afternoon will be one, and then first thing, so 10 a.m. Sunday morning. Um, so what they're saying is that anyone turned away from Saturday afternoon due to a lack of seating, may pick up a special Sunday priority ticket. Uh, The ticket will be available for that hour only from a staff member posted just outside Program A. On Sunday morning, any attendee with one of these priority tickets will be allowed into the main hall before everyone else. Mm. Um, So, um, Interesting, but good call. Completely. I think think that is the fair way to do it. I mean, sure, Saturday mid-afternoon, yes, I fully expect that to be packed to the Yes. Um, And I think in, you know, examples past, you know, I think of Chris Eccleston, everybody's been pretty cool 
yes about it uh you know it's one of the things i love about california one is that everybody uh, on the whole you know understands that this is a you know a fan run event and that these people are you know doing their best given situations and everybody has kind of just rolled with it and it's in like okay cool you know let's let's make this work um so i am sure it will be just as uh just as accommodating yeah this time around um they've also got some uh evening event previews but i tell you what if you want to find out what that is go hit up the link in the show notes or go check out the gallifrey one site and look for the mid-november <laughs> up i will tell you right now um yeah they moved idiot's lantern to saturday yeah okay um and i'm gonna tell you right now if that and game of rassilon are on at the same time i'm gonna be real mad That's- yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a little little nervous about that myself. Friend, those, friends those all are, around. Two and, of my and, favorite things. Yeah. And, and I mean, uh, sorry, Game of Rassilon. If it's on at the same time, I have a civic duty to, um, you know, to uphold. Yeah. I will be you, super you gotta, bummed. That's that. I, I, I do not like that. I'll just say that. I, 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 I would be too. It's almost one of the things where it's kind of like, gosh, do we, do we ask people? You know, in our galley fan, be like, okay, who's going to go to this one and tell everyone else what happened? Who's going to go to well, that one and tell everyone? Else? You know what, though? It says that Game of Rassilon's on at six on Saturday. Oh, that'll so, be earlier. Then. And uh, one of our, you know, we've moved it to Saturday evening. I assume, and also by popular demand, which is great. Yeah, I mean it bump like if you if if we really just uh, if we really want to just you know get that if we want to do shoot week right here uh, I mean Uh-oh. idiots Uh-oh. idiots lantern uh, bumped the masquerade out of the primetime spot on Saturday I'll say it yeah masquerades on on Friday now you know what that is that is uh, that's a good observation just saying that's a good observation. But, Please, please, please. Uh, I assume it's going to be on at 8 p.m. I would imagine so. Yeah, so that's great. Um, the days are just packed, like uh, Calvin and Hobbes used to say. Oh, yeah. <sighs> anyway. Good old Calvin and Hobbes. Um, anywho, yeah, hey, you know, I guess, you know, we can't just have 60th anniversary stuff on TV. We need 60th anniversary stuff in our ears. Big finish on Doctor Who Day. Uh, announced that they are going to be releasing a massive eight-part audio adventure oh, for the boy. 60th anniversary. And obviously, I'm end up getting it. Yeah, because... I'll get it. So it oh, starts... holy crap. I didn't even know they had in, this much information. <laughs> in May of 2023. And they will be releasing one a month up to November of 2023. <laughs> it is called Doctor Who Once and Future and just dig this since landing in 1963 doctor who has made history of the world's longest running action adventure tv show as we head into the anniversary year it's time to revisit the past and commemorate the legacy of those who came before the time war the doctor's been injured and brought to a time lord field hospital because why wouldn't they have those makes sense his body glows with energy but this is no regeneration into a future form instead the doctor's past faces begin to appear as he flits haphazardly between incarnations. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Staggering to his heart as the doctor sets out to solve the mystery of his degeneration. Who's hmm. done this to him? How and why? 
From the earth to the stars across an array of familiar times and places, he follows clues to retrace his steps, encountering old friends and enemies along the way, tumbling through his lives. The doc stopped his degeneration before he loses himself completely. <laughs> Get ready for this, folks. Doctor Who wants the future stars. Tom Baker, Peter Davison, Colin Baker, Sylvester McCoy, Paul McGann, Christopher Eric, Christopher, crap, <laughs> Ninth Doctor, and David Tennant, with dozens more guest cast still to be revealed. This is wild. This is out of control. Yeah. They need to calm down. Yeah. But I'll buy it. Oh, and you can already pre-order it. <laughs> Not surprisingly. Not surprisingly. Um, now, I, I believe there is a typo in this. It does say that the uh, series will be released monthly with the first seven parts between May and October of 2023 and a final chapter. It says in November of 2024. I believe they mean to say 2023. I sincerely. 61st. Yeah. I sincerely. And that hope. Just get awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't want to wait 13 months between part seven and part eight. But I mean, it would be like watching Dr. Who on TV. So, yeah. Whoa. Okay. So, if you want to pre order this, you can on Big Finish. Um, yeah. And they have the uh, the Once in Future uh, Past Lives Limited Edition. Uh, oh, it's 90. Uh, and uh, it, the shipping cost to the US is $40. So, if you really, really want it. There you go. I'm going to stick with download. You know what? Not a not a bad idea. Really no. light. Uh, the light at the end is is out of print. I have this. I think one of the. Uh, no, I actually have the limited edition. Oh, you can buy the download. It's just saying the other. Anyway, talking about other things. Uh, this is amazing. <laughs> this is great. I love it. Uh, I bet yeah. that I bet that limited edition case is going to be beautiful. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I am sure. Um, well, lastly, this time around, let's file this one under rumor, um, because obviously with this whole Disney uh, plus uh, distribution deal, and it sounds like there might be some money incoming to uh, boost the budget of the show. Um, there is a rumor. <laughs> I will continue to file this under rumor. Well, we, we... I, I think we know where the where this was originally reported from. So exactly, yeah, exactly. Yep, in a report in the mirror. So get your salt ready. Yep. Um, the Doctor Who villains are going to get a spinoff series as part of this Disney deal. So um, Doctor Who villains such as the Cybermen, Daleks, Weeping Angels will get their own television series, according to an insider yes i actually so have more inside information are you ready oh uh it's this is going sure. to be uh the the cast of friends is reuniting to play different doctor who villains uh oh my gosh. it's gonna take place in in the cafe that they were in and it's gonna I'm be a up. situational comedy it's gonna be amazing uh there you go you heard it here first folks Man, and and here I was all excited for uh, like it to be more like The Office, and yeah. it's all the villains waiting to you know go and battle the Doctor, but they have to take care of all this paperwork in between. Ooh, that's good. I like uh, that. Yeah, because the Mirror's source said fans can expect to see Suntarans, Weeping Angels, and Sea Devils in separate series, showing what they get up to when the Doctor isn't there to stop them. Mm. Now. I mean, okay. Yeah. I imagine they get up to conquering things. Yeah, I, I assume so. But, like, what kind and of show is that? 
<laughs> maybe yeah right yeah that's what makes me go mm, this really really feels like a rumor yeah but at the same time if they wanted to do you know like two daleks arguing over like whether they were on a break or not yeah I, honestly i'd probably watch that i'd watch it i would watch it you know yeah ross dalek and rachel dalek yes i would totally uh yeah i would as well and then they exterminate the cafe. It's terrible. Yeah, the cafe. Chaos. Yes, just chaos. Just absolute chaos in a in a yep. New York City cafe. Yep, Central somebody Perk. Just, yes, is what it's called, folks. That's the honestly, name. honestly. Somebody just take a Friends episode and just apply Dalek voice filters to it. Oh boy, I'd be fine with it. I I'm down. Well, I'm totally down. If I could animate, I would I would try to do that. Well, speaking of animation, we are. yes. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> we uh we watched the abominable snowmen. That's how I say so good yes. I didn't even notice. There you go. Nailed it. Uh starring Nailed Patrick Trouton as the doctor, Fraser Hines as Jamie, Deborah Watling as Victoria, and Jack Watling as Professor Oh, Professor. That's not how Professor. you say that's not how you say that word. Professor Travers. Goodness gracious, everyone. Uh written by Mervyn Hay Hazeman. Hazeman. And Henry Lincoln. And it was directed by a Gerald Blake. Gerald Ford. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. First aired September 30th through November 7th, 1967. It is the second story of season five. And if you're following along, we watched the fully animated version. Uh, yes. But uh, that's not going to stop us from reading some story notes brought to us by the fine folks from TARDIS Wikia. That's right. This story saw the first appearance of the Great Intelligence. It would return later that season in the Web of Fear, which we watched before this one. Sorry, we messed that up. Our bad. Um, yeah timey-wimey but it wouldn't make its next appearance until 44 years later in the episode the snowman uh, today yes. this marks the longest interval between consecutive appearances by a character or alien race in the franchise's history which actually i would say alien race i wouldn't say character anymore because of ian in the power of the doctor ah uh, yes i suspect that note needs to be updated yes yes um so only episode two of the six-part and can I just say watching a six-parter with a Thanksgiving holiday in the middle of it was a little challenging. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think I watched it uh, Tuesday of last week, Wednesday of last week, and then Sunday. Two, two, and two. Uh, but anyway, only episode two of the six-parter story exists in the BBC archives as a 16-millimeter black-and-white film telerecording. It was returned in 1982 having been recovered from the collection of a retired BBC projection. Now, is that true? Um, uh, well, Tardis oh, did I that? not? Oh, hold on a second. If I didn't, if I didn't do the thing, sorry, everyone. Uh, just a little, let me take a side note here as I go into this secret folder. Um, if I didn't upload that. Yeah. So no, they're all there. Oh, surviving episode. Oh, jeez. That's one episode. That is one episode. Yeah, John. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. so what I was going to say about this is uh, at least the episode we have, we have access to that we can watch uh, along mm -hmm. with. It looks beautiful. I don't know if you watched any of it. I skimmed through it a little bit. Yeah, I just oh. bits and clips just to see what it looked like. It looks so good. 
Yeah. It almost looks like they um they filmed it like three years ago in some parts. It looks really crisp. It looks really good. Anyway, nice. I just wanted to say that because I, I just was like blown away by how uh you know i assume the restoration team took that and had its way with it maybe yeah maybe um you know you know who else had their way with things it would be the costume designer because the script didn't describe the yeti in any great detail so costume designer martin baugh decided that they should have a bear-like appearance and be covered in thick fur the costumes were (laughs) built over a bamboo frame padded with foam rubber and sprayed Uh, with black paint listen why not why not also uh yeah um man who maybe the script writer should have been a little more descriptive i i mean i would think so but what do i know (laughs) what do i know according to jack watt like one of the actors playing the yeti fell hundreds of feet during filming and was feared dead but was merely inebriated and fortunately cushioned by the foam rubber inside the costume i don't believe this for a second i this kind of feels like it's 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 a tall tale hundreds of feet maybe it was and he was just drunk and was fine i no sir i mean it keeps it keeps you limber no sir i don't sir i don't like i don't believe this for a second um that's fair but that's fine i mean listen these were giant teddy bear costumes maybe they would have been fine that's right they were off to have their teddy bear picnic yes absolutely Uh, (laughs) <laughs> Deborah Watling named this as her favorite story in part due to the experience of working with her father. And watching an actor in a Yeti suit fall hundreds of feet. Hey, you said that didn't happen. So <laughs> her dad said it did. <laughs> Good heavens. Do you think they argued over that over like holiday dinners? It was twenty feet, Dad. It was hundreds. <laughs> Anyway, it would just be like a dad to exaggerate like that. Yes. Oh, my God. All right. A shot of Pata Sambava's wizened head melting was considered too horrific and went unused. Well, but I mean, somebody we, let the, that we don't even get to see it anyway. So, no, we don't. And and I'm sure somebody gave that idea to uh, to the folks who made Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Went, hey, let's do that. Uh, yeah, I would not. I would not doubt that. Yep, filming in Wales, as the show now does, was so cold that Fraser Hines actually wore rolled up trousers under his kilt. <laughs> hey. You wonder what's under a Scotsman's kilt? It's a rolled up trousers. Rolled up trousers, yep. Actually, that sounds really wrong. It does. Think of... Anyway, moving on. Uh, this was the first story to not have any created background music with chanting being used to create the atmosphere. Huh. Yeah. All right. I guess I, yeah, I don't feel like I really noticed any music. Precisely. Weird. Uh, now, we've talked about this last one before, but it's been reported that the animated reconstruction of the story is going to be the last Doctor Who animation due to BBC America withdrawing their funding. And, well, seeing as how Doctor Who's not on BBC America anymore, there may be part of that reason there. However, neither BBC America nor BBC Studios have confirmed nor denied these claims. Well, boy, oh boy, uh, hopefully that mouse can help us yeah. out here. Yeah, we shall see. Anyway, we'll we will talk more in depth about the animation and the story right after we hear a world famous synopsis from Taylor. So take it away. All right. The Doctor Jamie and Victoria land in the Himalayas and we quickly find out that the Doctor likes big peaks. 
and you cannot lie. Uh, soon after, they find themselves amongst a dramatic recreation of the Dyatlov Pass incident. Google it. And are accused by Victoria's real-life dad of having killed his fellow explorers. See, they're after the Yeti. And while the Yeti appear kind of brown and dumpy, Team Tardis quickly determines that something else is pulling the strings of the ascended master of the monastery. Yeah, that's a joke. Um, the Doctor finds that the great intelligence is behind these strange goings-on. Can the Doctor defeat his GI issues, save the monastery, and maybe spot an actual Yeti before this six-parter is done and dusted? Uh, we will find out in the animated version of The Abominable Snowman. Oh boy, the Yeti! as they said in WCW in the mid-90s. That is a joke for two. I was going to say you and Mike Solka. Yes, I was like, two people. Anyway, uh, uh, oh boy, oh boy. Well, Taylor, what did you think overall thoughts when (laughs) watching this this animated animated classic who um i'll be honest i liked it i'm 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 happy that we have the story now in an animated form and i definitely appreciate that um the non-white characters uh actually look non-white <laughs> um, yes but it it honestly it kind of felt overall like kind of a slow plotting story for the most part i feel like this is a six-parter that probably could have been told in four. Oh boy uh when i we were walking the pups earlier that's exactly what i said to lauren yeah could have been four hashtag could have been four absolutely uh i 100 percent agree with that i think uh this the story was solid, but mm-hmm. oh boy, oh boy, it uh, it it was a dragon. It uh, was not, you it, know, no, not there, a dragon. Yeah, it a, oh, it was dragging. Yes, I got you. Um, but I gotta say, um, I the thing that I hate, and I guess no one has confirmed nor denied it, is that this animation looks so good and we just full stop hit the brakes on animating anything else which is so frustrating like i was just watching this and i was like this looks great look at the scenery everything Mm -hmm. they did looked really cool it kind of also looked like they maybe did some um mild cg work on some stuff like everything looked great it was a lot of fun and i'm just and i'm really bummed but i i sincerely hope that old bob Iger has a sonic screwdriver somewhere and yeah. he's like you know what give give them the money i don't know how he talks but uh i let's just pretend it's that i'm, yeah. I'm okay with that so okay with it. it is it really it does look it does look beautiful it's yeah and it's like we have seen the progression of their animation uh, i was just gonna say thank you yeah and we, like, if you go back and I feel like what was the power, not power of the Daleks. Was that the first one? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, nailed power it. of the Great. Daleks. You did. You did. Cause it was Troughton's very first episode. Yeah. And, and, and the version that, that aired, you know, and, and I know that we've both, we've heard the old animation team talk about like, yeah, we got kind of rushed on that. And I remember when we reviewed it, we're like, oh, boy, this looks this looks like somebody's making their first attempt at flash animation. Yeah, it. it uh, yeah, it, it just didn't. It. Yeah, it felt like a rush job. You're absolutely it right. <laughs> it felt like they were just they didn't take any liberties. 
you know they did there was no like creative like um output or anything it was just you know here 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 it is we did it um yeah. but yeah because this... I, I, I remember scenes where like people just kind of like stare at something for a long second yeah you know we're still like that yeah but this you're right you see the evolution yes yes uh um it's it's great like they, they like i i talk about taking taking liberties i guess is what what i would say i guess you know being a little more creative with the the um the source material if you will mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. instance we have and i you know what you said his name perfectly I would just butcher it if I was to say it. Uh, oh, I half mumbled it. Let's be honest. Had massa massa. Uh, how, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let me let me go back up and actually look at it because had massa mahaba. Padma sambaba. There you go. That guy. Um, if, if you look up stills from the original, boy, oh boy, were they like, you know what? This guy, not scary enough. He just kind of looks like Uncle Fester, but not even that scary. Oh, heavens, really? Yeah, it does not look great. Um, no offense to anyone that worked very hard on that. Uh, uh, you, you were doing the best you could with, at the time. But man, oh man, did we do some crazy stuff with this character. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, Gosh! If you just look up what what he originally looks like, I'm looking at that. That is that is completely like you know Uncle Fester with maybe a little bit of a skin graft going on. Yeah, they uh, they did not do uh, didn't do a lot here, but I mean the the animated version is like oh my gosh, a we I don't even know how you would describe. It's like a I, he's, he looks kind of like Slenderman. A little bit, yeah. But with like resting smirk face. Yeah. Yes. Like he doesn't, he doesn't have a resting bitch face. He has a resting smirk face because he's constantly like his, his, his mouth is so lopsided. Yeah. That it looks like a smirk. Yes. Um, That's what I would. Very, very creepy. We got to do some effects with the, uh, with glowing eyes and levitating and, you know, just a bunch of stuff that they couldn't do. Well, they probably wanted to do, but they couldn't. couldn't oh, do. sure. I mean, I think I think about the whole like you know zero point energy pyramid uh, thing that you know like cracks open and then like the, these glowing. Oh yeah, um, tendrils. Yes, that kind of reach out everywhere from this you know orgone energy pyramid thing. Yeah, the web. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, basically Ghana. Um, I, 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 I'd love to see how they like tried to create that effect in the original. Yeah, I would too. I think um, that would be very interesting. But how they did it in the animated version was was great. I mean, it's it's oh yeah, very Absolutely. clear what's going on. Like, there's no mistaking that you know that had to have taken some uh, artistic liberty. Yeah, and then you know some other stuff like animation wise. When we're talking about um, how the great intelligence came to, um, and we're kind of like in that um, we sh- we see the original form of this character yes. in like in basically floating in space. Mm-hmm. which was very cool. That was another really cool thing. Um, also, I wonder, I know we're jumping around, but we are talking about animation. We're talking about the liberties or the creative stuff they took. Um, in part 
six. Yeah. We have a, there's no weapons here. Give me the weapon. All right. And then immediately stabbed in the back. And uh-huh. there's blood. Um, I'm wondering if they had a back and forth about this. That's a good question. Because, you know, we, uh, we don't really see uh, a lot of blood. No, we don't. Or ever, really. I I, uh, I, I was like, oh, dang, all right. <laughs> it is. I feel like it's it's pretty quick. It's quick, but it's there. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not yeah. disagreeing with that. It's there and it's present. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'd be I'd be curious to know the story behind that. If, if there was any pushback. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, while we are talking about animation still, we have to talk about the Yetis. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just the way they walk around I, I i don't know if i actually described how they walk around because i thought it was just so funny like it must i think i put like it must have been so fun to just animate these these giant balls of fur yeah um, a little plotting <laughs> just the way they walk and i love like the scenes where they're just like causing mischief and destruction Oh, yeah. I think, what was it, part five or part six, where they're basically just like, you know, they've they've come to have a dance party, and they are just wrecking. Yes, yes. They opened this pit up. Uh, yep, that's right. Uh, what's uh, what's up? What's up, Denny's? Uh, and then they opened the pit up, and they knocked over a statue onto glasses, as I called him. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Poor glasses. I mean... I did think it was very funny that he checked Pulse to see if he was alive. <laughs> I'm like, that dude is very dead. I mean, it's, I mean, double check. Never hurts. But yeah, I guess, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean, animation-wise, loved it. I lo- All of the scenery looked great, too. Yeah. Um, well, and that's that's interesting because, you know, obviously there's a place where they could take some artistic liberty because, you know, they... Where they filmed in Wales, they were expecting it to be snowier. Um, yeah, I've seen color photos, recently... and it, it's mm-hmm. it's not. <laughs> it's it's not at all. Yeah. Um, and and in in reality, it had just recently rained there, and if anything, it had made everything horribly muddy. Yeah. Um, but I guess that part of Wales can and does get snow, so that, that they were hoping to take advantage of that. Fingers crossed, but no. Yeah. Well. Mother Nature has other ideas. Yes, this is often. The, uh, but yeah, obviously we now you know have our slightly more Himalayan looking uh, scenery. Although I have to say, for the monks and 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 the uh, the warriors protecting them and so forth, man, they're really not bundled up. No, they are not. I'm like, dude, this is the Himalayas. Yeah, it's like this is like winter in Minnesota on steroids. Yeah, it is. It's very, very strange. Very, very strange. Oh, um, so we we said the story drags. Um, I still think it was it was solid overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I want to talk about um, I want to talk about Victoria here. Okay. Um, I love that. <laughs> so basically, you know, 
everyone, you know, it's the whole like, oh, stay back, Victoria. Don't do anything. Just hang out. Right. Don't do anything. And she keeps yeah, trying to do it. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so. you know, because she's like, yeah, I, I, a mystery is afoot. I want to see what's going on. I can be mm-hmm. helpful. Um, in part, I believe at one point they think she's behind it. And then it's it's kind of a twist because technically the person who is behind it has taken over her body. Yes. Uh, which I thought was a funny twist. Um, yeah. But so is this part four? Oh, boy. One, two, three, um, four. Yes. So, uh, you know, this is yeah. I think this is the um, oh, no, this is a different time. She gets a drink because she sends somebody away. She's like, hey, yeah, uh, go get me some tea. And then mm-hmm. he just leaves, and she's like, "Well, I'm going to leave too." Um, yeah, but then I, I remember that. I'm, and she's like trying to go explore and see what's going on. Um, and I feel like at the end of episode four, there it she is locked in a room with um somebody, and drinks are delivered to them, and she drinks one of them and pretends to basically she pretends to die. Like she drinks it and she's like, just like dying and passes out. And so they're like, I gotta go get somebody. And then it turns out that she was faking just so she could get out again. And I thought that was so funny. Just a very clever. Yeah. Like I loved it. I thought <laughs> she was great in this. Um, yeah. That's, I mean, I feel like the, the, the trope of the companion who is told to stay put and then promptly does not stay put is like an absolute doctor who staple. Oh, and th- th- that um, happens uh, at least six times during this. And by six, I mean, probably like three <laughs> because at first, yeah, the doctor's like, Hey, stay here. And they're like, well, we could just go outside. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Let's check out the scenery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's But Victoria does it really, really well. Yeah. <laughs> Very clever. Clever stuff going on here. Um, I love the banter between Jamie and the doctor, as always. 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 Um, the, the hypnosis scene where the doctor's trying to help Victoria because she uh, has fallen under the spell of the great intelligence and then Jamie right. is, uh, is falling asleep. Uh, yes, was yes, great. Yes. Absolutely loved it's, that. At first, it's funny because at first in that scene, I was like, "Oh, wait, is the doctor using mind tricks, kind of like the master would?" And I was like, oh, "Okay, maybe this is a little bit more benign." Yeah, but at the same time, this story uses the term "the master" so many times that yes. this would have been a great story in which to introduce the master. Yes, but that's okay. We'd have to wait one more doctor. Yeah, the master, and you will obey, and. I mean, it's all there. Yeah, it's all there. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. We, of, what, we do. Go ahead. We do get. We do. We do get a. When I say run, run. Yes, we do get that. Um, which, which honestly might, I think, be the most used phrase in Doctor Who. Could be. Yes. Um, or I'll explain later. One or the other. Yes. Uh, the third most used phrase. I'm going to throw a rock at it. Um, that was a great scene as well, where the Jamie's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, you know, I got to try. And he just throws a rock at the Yeti. Um, yeah, I just love, I love, this is like my, I think that's another reason why I'm like, you better animate more of this stuff. Cause I love the second doctor. I love Jamie. Um, yeah. I love their banter. And I feel like they did a lot of like really cool things during this era that, uh, you know, is lost forever because we didn't want to save tapes. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's it's these animations have helped me see that 
the second Doctor's run, and I've said it before, it has it was a very progressive yeah um, era for Doctor Who, at least in terms of storytelling, like the things that they were trying to do, the ambition yes. of the stories they were trying to tell. Yeah, you know, um, uh, what's the one that we watched with Justin? Oh, uh, oh boy, uh, oh no, that one's great. It is. Um, oh no, the one where Patrick plays both roles. I can't remember. I I keep wanting to say war, the man who's not sold war the world, games. I'm like, what the heck is right. war games? No, war games is, war games is the finale. Ah, uh, yes, it took three episodes to do that. Um, uh, but yeah, they're just. There was so much that they were trying to do. They were, they were trying so many new things, and they were innovating a lot of great stuff in this era that it would be, I mean, it would be a crime to not yes. animate more of them, to make them more accessible to fans. Yeah. Why can I not find? Um, this is annoying. And now I can't remember the name of that. <laughs> And that's gonna it's gonna drive me crazy. Oh my gosh! And I and for whatever reason, every time I try to think of it, I keep thinking of the man who sold the world, and I'm like, that's not it. No, that's a song. Not the faceless ones. Not no. Not, not evil of the Daleks. What is happening here? Why? Oh my gosh! So well, that, that's well, season. F- yeah, go ahead. That's season four. I was just gonna say, well, while it, while while John tries to remember enemy the of the world, it, enemy of the world. Thank you. That's it. Jeez. God. Anyway. Uh, sometimes I worry about my brain post-COVID. Anyway, uh, man, um, the power source for our, our Yeti, our, our glowy cannonballs, or as I like to refer to it, the Betts sphere. Yes. Um, uh, that's a joke for, or a reference for like maybe two listeners, high saucer life. <laughs> um, no, it, the Betts sphere is a weird metallic sphere that was found in Florida in the 1970s and had unusual properties. Ah, look it up. Uh, but it looks, it looks like one of these Yeti like power units. Yeah. Those things made, uh, an annoying sound a little bit. Yeah. An annoying sound. I did not like it. I was very annoyed by it. Um, Uh, Listening with headphones? No, I was not. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Still annoying. Fair. (laughs) Still annoying. But those had a little CG effect to them at the beginning, it seemed like. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I also thought, you know, I thought that was interesting because that kind of unravels the mystery when it's like, oh, how did this Yeti get here and just stop? Oh, it's little little, uh, spear... Uh, sphere, not spear. It's John. battery. It's it's battery fell out. This little battery fell out, mm-hmm. and uh, gotta get it back in. Um, boy, oh boy, what else? Um, oh, we ha- I think we need to pull a, a sound clip for not for this episode, but just in general. There was a, yeah. I, one of the. I, it might have been glasses at one point. He says, um, "Such a being is against nature, and it troubles me." <laughs> I just thought that was really funny, uh, and uh, yeah, I would, I, I gotta put that on the soundboard. I think. Okay. Okay. What episode was that? Do you remember? It was episode one, two. Okay. Three. Episode three. So, uh, okay. I was just counting my lines here. You were counting them. Gotcha. Counting the gotcha, lines gotcha, that gotcha. separate my notes. Yep. Um. Yep. Same. What'd you think? I of... loved the. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I loved the doctor's uh, mobile DJ booth. Yes. What have you? Okay, it, it was like that guy on TikTok who I, I don't know if you've seen this guy. He he. Uh, um, I, I don't talk the ticks. British D, uh, DJ public places. He 
here we go. Walking around. Okay, what is this guy's name? Uh, S U A T. Is this him? Yes, this is him. Uh, I'm just gonna send you his. He has okay. he has a camera, a speaker, a J, a, J, a JBL like kaboom box or something, uh, okay. and his DJ equipment. And he just goes around London in different places and is like, oh, and he has a microphone. And he's like, what's up, people on this bridge? And then he'll just start playing uh, like house music. Oh, nice. So I've just sent it to you. Maybe you <clears throat> could put it in the show notes just because it's a reference. To it. But yeah, I love that. It was just like strapped to his chest, this giant thing that he just was bringing around with him. Gotcha. Didn't it also, I feel like there might have been a little Easter egg joke in there because I feel like it said something on the side of it that I was like, uh, that seems too modern to be in, uh, to be his old DJ booth thing. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. I would have to go back and look, but it, I felt like it said, um, uh, it said something on the side of it. And I was like, that, that feels like a, like a little inside joke to mm. something more modern, but I mean, time travel it might be. Yep. could be a modern yep. thing anyway um yeah i'm trying to think of what else i i just uh i i enjoyed about this i i will say again it, it i it it did feel like they could have wrapped this up in four and it would have been it, it was a fun story but it could have been amazing i think i think yeah, yeah. um it, it could have it could have been much tighter what'd you think of the great intelligence voice um like, i liked it weird creepy whispery thing yeah it's 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 yeah you know, and it's obviously it's been kind of like, you know, trapped for a while. So yeah. I, I imagine it kind of just, you know, tired of of kind of, you know, playing the really, really long game. Yeah. And stuff. Um, and obviously it's kind of like trying to, um, you know, hold this guy together. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, really, because it's, you know. That was a fun typ- effect, too. Yeah, typical humans, you know, don't last that long. So no, they literally have a big old galactic space brain yeah. forcing yeah. you to stay together. And if you don't, then you first turn to a skeleton and then to dust. Yes. <laughs> yes. You apparently do not melt. Yeah. Um. Uh, would you recommend, even with us saying, uh, you know, um, it felt a little too long in some places, would you still recommend it? You know, I, I, I think I would just because it is a story that we would not have. Yeah. You know, otherwise, um, I think I would say that about most all the uh, animated ones. Because, yeah, yeah I, I I never would have seen it. I would have seen the telesnaps. Yeah. Um, and I probably could have, like, you know, kind of, like, eh, imagined it in my head a little bit. Yeah. I but mean, we've got motion and we've got color and we've got everything. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I would agree. I would say this is, uh, I don't know if it's a must see, but I will say it's, it's just, if you want to see just how far they've come with the animation, if you've seen anything else, this is just, it looks so good. They did such a great job and I sincerely hope this is not the last we've heard from this team. Fingers crossed. Um, I mean, again, just give them the money. You know, give them like how long did it take them to to they were working on this at during Gallifrey, right? They were showing mm-hmm. us clips that it wasn't completely mm-hmm. done. Give them like 10, 15 more people to work on this and yeah. everything else. Just to animate it all. 
um, put it on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and I'll just be I'll be happy. Very yeah, happy. a lot of us will be happy. Yes, and you'll see you'll see the resurgence of Doctor Who once again in the United States mm-hmm. of America, who is going on in the World Cup anyway. Uh, yeah, I I I love watching World Cup just because it's like, well, I guess I'm in the soccer for four and a half weeks. <laughs> it's fun though. I see the headline. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, anything else anyway. before uh, before we start hitting some buttons here? I don't think so. I think we need to grab the mobile DJ booth and hit some buttons. Oh, boy. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time. It's time. Okay, let's... Um, we have our giant we have a stabbing we have these these chubby hairy dudes running around smashing stuff um Uh, okay yeah they're smashing things they're literally a man is praying to a statue and they say why don't you get a closer look and they dump the statue on top of him um yeah uh yeah the stabbing is wowie wow that's wild um Oh, uh, we're smashing everything. That's like a Duggan thing. Like, when in doubt, just smash everything in this room. Yes. In the in the last episode, you're just smashing everything. And then I believe also we kind of figure out that the uh, the 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 power balls, not the Powerball lottery, the actual balls no. of power. Uh, right. Oh we my. we just smash them, uh, and then our our main villain turns into a skeleton and then into dust. Um, that also, that the smashing of that, those, those balls actually also makes a mountain explode and the ground opens up and takes a Yeti, um, not to his death. He only fell hundreds of feet, but he was fine. <laughs> uh, dad, it was only 20 feet. Uh, no, he was fine. He fell hundreds <laughs> of feet. Uh, landed on his head but was flying completely fine it's just you know a modern one he jumped up and went i'm okay i'm okay then he did a backflip uh and a cartwheel sure i, I would <laughs> love to see the Yeti's i would love that too i said that i'm like that uh please just hire that i'll hire like three of them to animate that for me uh, three would probably be fine right yeah probably i don't know how animation works um yeah i <sighs> I would probably go with like a three and a half. Yeah, I was kind of in the four range. Yeah, that sounds fair. It's 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 it sounds like a lot when we talk about just those things, but spread out over six whole episodes, it's not a lot of the story. No, because everything that we just talked about was like in the back half. Go oh, completely. <laughs> the back completely. half. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's check behind this couch. Yeah. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the close scare. <laughs> all right, Taylor, what are we uh, thinking? It, really, it's not scary at all. Yeah. Um, and 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 again, I feel like every time we review an animated story, it, it kind of has this, you know, handicap, for lack of a better term, mm. is that it's it it is animated. Yeah. Um, and the simple fact that it is animation kind of dials back right um, any of like the genuinely scariness of it yeah you know the stuff that would send a kid hiding behind a couch um <clears throat> you know the yetis aren't scary they're cuddly 
like we talked about you know yes. they, why, why aren't they plush yetis yeah um you know i mean okay yeah there's the stabbing but even that's animated yeah you know i mean your average cartoon kids see worse than that so it's really not that scary oh yeah yeah agreed agreed you know what taylor before we you know before we get into the next time you were talking about animation i literally forgot to mention something else that is making me happy what's that i finished uh i finished part two of um inside job so did i yeah yeah it's great boy that was that was great Good and, and that last that last episode i did not expect to get as emotional as i did but oh no did, they did they did a very good job great job yeah very and good then job. gave us a fantastic twist to go into part three yes yes they did and also finally they confirmed that juggalos are one fifth of the uh, the companies that that rule the world. Um, they control the world's finance. Woot woot! Apparently, <laughs> uh, I thoroughly in- finances. That. How do they work? Yes, finances. How do they work? Uh, good, good on them too. Because I mean, they were probably like, we don't want you to make fun of us too much. And I think they did it. It was very funny. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, love that yeah. show. Anyway, well. Uh, Taylor, I believe it is it is your your turn this time around. Yeah, and I kind of sat there and went, okay, okay, what what haven't we done? At this yep, point? here we go. Um, and what haven't we done that isn't maybe a six parter um, or who knows what? So right. I kind of went through our list and double checked some stuff and opted for Nightmare of Eden. Oh. So I just uh, put this into my Google machine. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to give a little hint. Um, Tardis Wikia kind of described it as like, oh, yeah, here's your Doctor Who after school special with its anti-drug message. Oh, man. And I'm like, oh, this sounds bonkers. Yeah. We're going to do this one. Yeah. Um, because, Sure. Why not? It's starring Tom Baker as the Doctor, Lala Ward as Romana, and David Brierly as the voice of K-9. It was written by Bob Baker without David Martin. Oh. And directed mostly by Alan Brom. We'll talk about that in the story next time. Yes. Excellent. Indeed. Oh, boy. Boy. Oh, boy. That, that looks oh, yeah. like it's going to be a time. Well, it's. I tell you, if you've if you've seen the monster that's in this one, it, I, it'll be an interesting one. I have, and I am okay. I am okay, quite interested. <laughs> well, yep. until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Buddha Seventy One. Should we? I mean, uh, I guess we should maybe throw our other things in there at some point, but not today. I. Yeah, you know, I mean, like we said on uh, All Night with the Living Geeks, it's like, um, find us at least for now on Twitter. Yep, I'm I'm on Hive. I'm liking yep. Hive. Yeah, uh, yeah. I need to I need to get on there a little bit more frequently. Life's yep. just busy right now. But... If they had a desktop app and maybe more than two employees, uh, I think I'd. I mean, that's not their fault. Uh, no, I think they no, just hit two million users, right? Oh. Good heavens, two million now? It's wild. That's amazing. Oh, and in other great news, uh, you know, last episode I mentioned that uh, Paul Cornell was doing uh, the crowdfunding for the uh, yes, Country. Yes, yes. Just, I believe, yesterday they reached their 
goal. Yep, now we're hitting stretch uh, so goals. Is, now we're hitting stretch goals, and there are some impressive ones. But man, they've got some they got some high targets out there. So I mean, I'd love to see I'd love to see any of them happen. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm 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 thrilled that they that they did it that they made it across the line. Uh, very excited. Yes. Yeah. So anyway. Yes. I I mean I I've been watching that on Hive mostly. Guys, mm-hmm, Hive. Mm-hmm. I think Hive's the play. I think that's where everybody's going. Anyway, yeah. uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Uh, just search Podcastica. You can rate and review us as well. You can also head on over to SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, it's getting cold, as Taylor said. Uh, when I was yes. up in Rockland, it was uh, 30-something degrees at night and 30-something degrees in the morning. It oh boy. was nuts. So why don't you head on over to shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G and buy yourself a sweatshirt. Tis the season. Or a gift for somebody. Yeah. I'm going to buy a mug. Maybe a new mug. You put you some go. hot chocolate in that. Or eggnog. I don't like eggnog. Um, Taylor? Eggnog? Not so much. Yeah. Not, not a, so much. Not a fan. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Shop.spreadshirt.com. Uh, or just patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Just to, we, we have no tears or anything. It's just, uh, hey, if you like the show and you want to support us just monetarily, we appreciate yeah. that greatly. I, we've said we want to try to do stuff, and it just never seems It's hard, bad. guys. It's hard. Uh, With everything is, else in life. If you are pitching in, we do appreciate we it. We do absolutely appreciate it. Um, and, you know, it, it, listen, I, I don't want to say, you know, COVID and pandemic aside, um, but you should be supporting your local shops this holiday season because, yeah. you know, um, let me tell you one thing I did uh, this this holiday week. I went out to some stores on Black Friday. Hear me out. I only packed four pairs of socks. And if you know me, I'm insane and I need to have at least triple that amount of socks just in case. Uh, so... For me, in order to not have a panic attack, I had to go to Target to buy socks. Um, it was dead in the store on Black Friday. It Good. was very strange. Um, so if the big box stores are dead, I can't even imagine what our 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 mom and pop, for lack of a better term, stores mm-hmm. are doing right now. So we need to support them uh, during the pandemic, during the holiday season, because uh, everyone was like, oh, yeah, I can get everything on the Internet. But let's make sure we're supporting our local shops any way we can, buying stuff, retweeting, you know, the deal, flare gun, um, <laughs> hot air balloon with a sign attached to it. Disco sirens. But also, yes, disco sirens. If you are supporting and renting a hot air balloon, that's probably supporting a local business. So you're doing two, you're doing two times the support there. Anyway, uh, let's not let's just stop recording. Uh, not abruptly, because we will just say we'll see you guys in two weeks when we reveal Nightmare of Eden, and we'll see you guys then. See ya. No, sir. I mean, it keeps it keeps you limber. No, sir. I no, don't, sir. I don't like it. I don't believe this for a second.